Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Josh Crash Davis. We're here to talk about the NBA Finals Game 3 to be played Wednesday, June the 8th. And uh, absent today from our panel, she'll be back for the next one, is Deb Lutz. So Deb sends her best. For our members, by the way, she will be posting lineups uh, tomorrow night. She just had something come up. And so I had to quickly put my green Celtics uh, shirt on here uh, to represent uh, Deb's side of the, the table. And I know Crash has some, some great stuff on the Warriors. So I don't know, Crash, can we handle this without Deb is the question? Or is everybody going to see Deb's not on and just shut it off? Yeah, I hope <laughs> I hope we can hold it down for her. So, yeah, it was uh, a great, you know, um, game for the Warriors in game two. They did what we thought we thought they would. They bounced back. Uh, you know, they they really uh, took advantage of the mistakes that, that Boston made early, and I think that was the difference in the game. Yeah, I mean, it's they just were determined. We knew, you know, we all predicted they'd win the game, but not quite as convincingly as they did. But right, uh, they were just on a mission. You know, you can't go down 2-0. I mean, it's that simple. So especially going on the road. So it was uh, it was expected, I think, but uh, not quite as dominant uh, really as we thought it would be. But uh, an outstanding win for them. And we knew this series was going to be a thriller and it's, you know, this could go all the distance. There's no question about it, but uh, definitely a change of venue now going to the, uh, going to Boston and uh, TD garden, the Boston mm -hmm. garden, whatever you want to call it. Uh, those fans are loud there, man. I right. last game, they were so loud. You could barely hear the announcers, but uh, it's going to be an intense game and, and a great atmosphere. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. It's it's going to be fun. I've enjoyed the series, and I think it's going to go six to seven for sure. So. It sure is looking like it. Uh, well, let's look at the do the game set real quick. Vegas's line has Boston favored by three and a half, so pretty consistent with what it's been, and the over under at two twelve and a half. So very similar. It's Vegas pretty much is saying, "Hey, we're gonna the home team's gonna win by three or whatever." And we're going to set a low two two uh, tens type of uh, you know uh, line for the over under, and and that's you know the consistency of it. Now, as far as any injuries go, the all that's listed today, and again, it's the day before, so we want to get this out there early. We will be updating these injuries, uh, you know, in our Discord throughout. We'll certainly know where everything stands prior to tip uh, for the Wednesday tip. Andre Iguodala, questionable. We know he missed the last game. Mm -hmm. uh, very good chance he could be back. And then the two questionables for Boston are Marcus Smart and Robert Williams, both playing dinged up for sure. I'm expecting them to play as of now, but we'll see what that report goes. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know, you know, with Iguodala, how much he's going to play. I know he played in game one quite a bit, but – with Gary Payton the second getting 25 minutes, you know, in game two, it's hard for me to imagine. I mean, there's only so many minutes that you can spread around there. So right. I don't really see Iguodala having a game like he did 
uh, in game one until maybe when they go back to Golden State, he might get more minutes. Uh, but in Boston, I don't know if he's going to. Yeah, we'll see if they suit him up or not. Certainly, you know, it's going to be big news on the Smart and Williams uh, side. But, yeah. you know, I think they're in. I mean, Unless the game gets out of hand. You know, if Boston gets a big lead or something, I could see Iguodala getting some minutes. But outside of that, I think he's going to be pretty restricted. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's all hands on deck. Game three of the sure. finals. You know, it's it's that simple. If you can get out there, you're going to yeah. drag yourself out there. You got to do it. Yeah. Um, interesting stuff, though. Interesting prices. You know, uh, everybody obviously clamoring towards. Uh, Tatum and and Curry, you know, being the two main guys, it's really showing that those are the stars of this series. Certainly Jalen Brown has stepped up. Yeah. And then, you know, you're just getting a lot of contributions from a lot of people. But let's take a look uh, at the box score a bit for the two games. I'll start out with Boston. Um, you know, as expected, we thought Tatum would bounce back, and he mm -hmm. did, eight for 19 from the field, six threes chipped in six rebounds, three assists, a steal, uh, 28 total points, uh, real points. The problem was he was minus 36. Yeah. That is Jason Tatum's worst ever plus minus. Wow. So minus worst. 36, that's got to sting a little bit. Yeah. So I think, you know, the fact that he had a, a decent DFS score and certainly the leader of that team, though, I think uh, he's going to come out with, fire in his belly at home that's for sure yeah yeah i think so too and of course he went over his whatever that prop is that deb kept playing for his turnovers turn. yeah he had <laughs> I think pretty early too uh man he he was really struggling there early with the turnovers and the boston was in general i think they had what seven in the first quarter or something like that so yeah they just you know i don't know if it was because golden state played with phenomenal urgency because they had to win that game they just yeah. rattled them a little bit and right uh, they just threw too many balls away you cannot have that many turnovers 18 turnovers they had that's yeah. uh you know, in a championship game with two teams that don't play super fast, that play half court and play good D, uh, you know, it's it's unusual that you see that those type of turnovers. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was just and I'll tell you what, when Golden State caught fire, it was ridiculous. I mean, yeah. they made everything. I know. You know they it were was nuts. Were, yeah. How, how about this stat, though? If I'd have told you before the game that Al Horford, Horford, Robert Williams, and Marcus Smart, three of the five starters for the Boston Celtics, would combine for a total of three for 11 from the field. That's rough. That is really rough. That is. How really are you going to win a game with three of your starters performing at that terrible yeah, of a that level? That explains why Boston struggled so much to stay in that game uh, with the, that many guys struggling. That's that's tough. And then and that's yeah, it just can't happen. What, yeah, that's kind of what I was was thinking. You know, in our last podcast, I talked about a little bit how I thought Jason Tatum was going to have a strong game, but the other people around him were going to struggle, and that's really what happened. Um, the the rest of the guys didn't carry their weight like they did in Game One. So no, it was awful. And you know that the Robert Williams shenanigans only 14 minutes in this game. And, yeah. and I will let you know, you know, he had 14 minutes and Looney only had 21. So I, I said in that preview podcast and I, I still believe it. And I'm still going to roster that way. 
the longer the series goes, the more it's going to play small. You're going to see mm-hmm. Horford at center. You're going to see uh, Draymond at center. And those yeah. guys are going to get played off the floor. And Williams is just not right at all. I mean, right. they keep saying they're only going to play him 15 to 20 minutes, and they've been doing that. But and he took one shot and had two rebounds. I mean, you know, what's the point at, at this point? Of, of even rolling him out there. He's just, he's not getting it done. Mm-hmm. You had, you know, they tried to play some center with Grant Williams at 20, uh, almost 21 minutes and Daniel Tice at 14 and a half. But it just, uh, you wonder how much they're going to have Williams in there. I'm still yeah. from the school of thought with Boston. Like I said earlier, you know, I think they just are showing, they have shown so much confidence in Derek White. And I, I see more and more of just that small lineup yeah. with Tatum, Horford, Brown, Smart, and White, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or Grant Williams sliding in there a little bit. I think that's a real trend we have to watch. And, yeah. you know, Derek White got up 13 shots. That's third on the team by a mile. I right. mean, it was 19 for Tatum, 17 for Brown, which both of those guys should get 20 shots up to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then – 13. Nobody else had anything. Marcus Smart, one for six. You know who was fourth on the team in field goal attempts? Take a guess. Uh, um, Let me think. Too long. You buzzed out. Peyton Pritchard was seven. That's what I was going to say was Peyton. No, too late. You know, it's Jeopardy. You have to buzz in before the horn sounds, you know? I should have just said it, yeah. (laughs) Pritchard. Two for seven, uh, yeah. So they're you know it's it's not really Tatum and Brown. That's yeah. you know those are going to be the guys that are just automatic. But right. Boston has got to get something from the Horford, both Williams, Smart, and White. At least that group mm-hmm. is going to have to find a way to contribute because mm-hmm. Golden State's too deep. They're too tough of a team. Uh, for somebody not to step up. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Al Horford had two horrible games to start this series. A lot of it's the interior defense of Golden State. I get it. Yeah. I just think he bounces back, man. He's a pro. He's a pro's pro. He's been around all-star teams, all NBA teams, you know, throughout the years, different uh, things that he's accomplished. I think at home, Knowing now that they have to regain control, keep home court now that they stole a game in Golden State, I think Horford's going to bounce back. He, he did good in game one, though. He did. He, he had, did okay? Yeah, he had six threes in that game, remember? Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. That's right. I'm yeah, thinking it was just that he was so bad in game two that you would have thought, you know, that it was long. Right. He so regressed good. terribly, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was, I think he bounces back though. I mean, he he's had some on and off games in the last series. You know, there were a few games that he did the same thing. He had a couple of awful games in that series. Right. Uh, the only time he was consistent was against your Bucks, where he just was on every game. But uh, I think he's the biggest plus for me. Only 27 and a half minutes. He'll be fresher. In that time frame, he still grabbed eight rebounds and had a block and an assist. And right. you, know, he, you know he's going to do a little bit of everything. And you know, with trying to really focus on Tatum and Brown, mm-hmm. he's probably the next guy up that's going to get the three, the three ball. Because Smart has not shot the ball well at all. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so. I actually like Marcus Smart a little bit in this game, but yeah, I, think, yeah, I could see uh, just because Smart was so bad in game in game it's two. Terrible. Yeah, um, I think he'll I think he'll bounce back in game three. Uh, but I do like Horford, as you mentioned, uh, had such a poor game in game two. I think he'll bounce back in a big way. He's still going to get those open threes. I mean, you can't guard everyone, and he just tends to be the guy that people like to leave open. So zero three point attempts in that last game, though. That's how yeah. weird it was. Yeah, it was after making game. six in the first game, like you said, right? And having a few games of six or seven or eight, you know, in earlier playoff games, he doesn't even get an attempt. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't really so much that they were taking, uh, you know, a, a making an adjustment or something like that to stop him. He was getting the same, you know, open looks. He just wasn't shooting. So he wasn't shooting, and they were turning it over before they got it to him. Yeah, they couldn't yeah, even the turn it over. Yep. Yeah. So I think that settles back in a little bit. And you know, I've I've said it all along, and I'm still going to continue to say it. Derek White is is a serious part of this team. Yeah, and he's playing crunch time and closeout minutes over thirty minutes again. Is that enough to make you a believer in White? Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's he's been their third best player. You know, most consistent of late. So hard to believe. You know, back to the Buck series, like you said, Horford was really good in that series. But since then, I would say that White's been their third best player. So yeah, I think he's a, a key part of what's going on. Uh, really not interested in any of the deep bench guys again. I mean, again, you, it's hard because of the salary. So, you know, the White and the Grant Williams, uh, you know, have to be at least in play. Yeah. Uh, and it's tempting on Robert Williams, but, man, I would not trust him as far as I could throw him. I agree with uh, Williams for sure. Yeah. Both, both Williams I'm not too high on, honestly. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Give us a little feel for the breakdown on Golden State from this last game. 21 shots for Curry again, 14 yeah. for Poole. But, of course, I'll let you comment on it. But, man, Clay cannot hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah, I mean, he once again was held below, you know, I don't even remember what his final numbers were. He was but... four for 19 from the field, one for eight for a, a wonderful 12.5% from three. Yeah, yeah. And no, no uh, ancillaries, three rebounds, one assist. That's right. It. So normally I would say this would be a big bounce back game for Clay with those numbers, but I just, it hasn't happened against Boston. No. They've held him in check for, I think it's six straight games now below 30 fantasy points. So, well, he's, and he's off his game. It yeah. wasn't, even in the series before this, his shot looks rushed. It looks flat. Yeah. It just, it looks like he's pressing. It's that Other simple. Game six. You know, he just has that thing with game six, but maybe, but he really looks off. Yeah, he really does. So it'd be very hard to go back to him. Um, You know, Curry's just been phenomenal. He's been the best player in this series. Ridiculous. He had 50 fantasy points in game two after 56 in game one, even though he played six less minutes, Uh, 29 points, six rebounds, four assists. He once again had three steals. His defense has been very solid too. Um, he actually shut down some people. Yeah. I mean, he's doing yeah, it up. He is. He is. Who really knew that he awesome. could do that? As a coach, yeah. I always say, now wait a minute. Why don't you do that all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really stepping it up. Um, so he's he's my favorite play, obviously, from Golden State. Uh, yeah. probably second favorite on the slate. I think I like Tatum a little bit more than him, but yeah, it's, it's right there, one and two. Um, 
Looney, I mean, it's it's hard to go away from him. I know we've talked about the matchup, and it's going only to be twenty one minutes. Yeah, only twenty one minutes, but he, he he just keeps putting up solid numbers: thirty one point eight DraftKings points, yeah, four point seven rebounds, two assists, a block, and three steals. So he's getting it done. Um, Gary Payton the second saw twenty five minutes, so he would be a nice value play. He's seven thousand on FanDuel, forty five hundred in the captain, three thousand in flex on DraftKings, yeah. and only ten thousand or ten thousand ten dollars on Yahoo. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. So those would be the main plays for me on Golden State. Kind of like what we said in the last game, I lean more towards the Boston side uh, as far as number of plays, you know, in my lineup. But I I think that Peyton makes it kind of all work with his value. Both Peyton and Peyton Pritchard um, make it work as far as value. And then, you know, I'm not really sold on uh, Wiggins or Thompson in this matchup. Uh, I know Wiggins had a strong game in game one, but I think Boston made some adjustments in game two that kind of slowed him down quite a bit. So it's Curry and some value, maybe a Looney uh, or a Draymond for me from Golden State and mostly Boston in this game. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Draymond, again, you know, 34, uh, almost 35 minutes. So he led, he had more minutes played than anybody on the team and only three sh- shot attempts. That's, yeah. that's what cracks me up about him, man. Right. He just does not shoot the ball much. I know. Uh, you know, and but he still, you know, he still can get there, but he really has to smash the other numbers. Five rebounds, seven assists, a steal, and a block. You know, that's not bad, but right. not really what you need to get you over the top. But I don't know. Wiggins, I agree with you. They held him in check a little bit more, but he still got double digit shots up four for 12. So mm-hmm. he's on that cusp of danger and his price is okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I, I'm not going for the loony thing. I know he, first of all, six for six, and they were all dunks on defensive breakdowns by Boston, where right. he literally caught the ball. Nobody's around him. He took a dribble, which he didn't need to take because he was so wide open and got in a position and just made a little uncontested layup. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think he goes. Hundred uh, percent from the field again, right? You know, I and I just I don't trust the minutes when Boston goes smaller. I think they run him off the court, and yes, he's he's been producing, but I he you know his price isn't dirt cheap anymore. No, either. and and that's what I was going to say is it's honestly to me just a lot better play to go to Derek White. He's a very similar price. I think he's actually a little bit cheaper than Looney. And I mean, I think you're going to get more from him. So I would just I think so. Yeah, I agree. And I think Gary Payton, if he gets those mid 20s minutes is just fine. You know, he's going to pay his number. And it seems like, you know, he first game back in there, you know, he's getting it going. And and I think he'll get. Oh, we got issues here. (laughs) All right, guys, take it easy. Must be the mailman. Mailman time. Running late today. Yeah, they're super late today. Unless, oh, it's Amazon. Okay. Oh, okay. We have an Amazon sighting. <laughs> Chance, cut it out. Jeez. Um, so yeah, I mean, Peyton, I think, seems just like almost an unavoidable uh value. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got 15 DraftKings points, but that's really all you need at 3,000 in the flex. I mean, he he lets you get to the other guys, right? Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, so that's that's going to be five x value. I'll take that all day. You know, Clay. Obviously, a lot of people steer from him, or though some will stick with him. You know, because he will eventually break out. There, I right. mean, Clay Thompson, for goodness sakes. But I don't. I just don't see it at this moment. He's just not shooting with confidence. He is getting the attempts. So yeah, they're he is trying to get him going. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. It's it's a hard button because he's not cheap either. Right. So I, you know, the only guy I can't figure out I want to get your opinion on is I've been on and off the fence with Jordan Poole, and I just mm. feel like he's still going to get squeezed on minutes. I mean, he got yeah. 22 and a half, and you know, he's going to get shots up when he's in there. He did get 14 shots up. He hit that right. half court buzzer beater, but I don't know, 22 and a half minutes for him at his price. He seems, I mean, he, is the best when he's playing like 35 minutes and getting up 20 shots. Yeah. You know, that's just the kind of player he is. You know, I don't know if, you know, with Peyton playing more and they they're, they're trying to slide in Porter and be elites and rotate some guys mm -hmm. I just feel like he's the odd man out. Am I wrong? No, I, I, I agree. I was just thinking about, you know, pool myself, if, if I was going to make him one of my plays or not. And I don't think I am. Um, I, I think that Boston's going to come out strong in this game. We've seen in the playoffs that they bounce back every time they lose. And they usually win pretty convincingly. So I wouldn't even be surprised if that happened. But I just don't – I don't like um, the rotation for pool. You know, Clay's getting a lot of those minutes now. And, uh, I mean, you can make the argument he doesn't deserve it the way he's been playing. And pool should be getting more minutes. But – uh, as long as the rotation stays the way it has been, it's just going gonna to be really hard to pay up that much for, for Jordan Poole um, unless he starts performing at a consistent basis, more like he did earlier in the season. I'll tell you, they put him in there. If he hits a couple shots and looks hot, though, you yeah. got to think he's got to squeeze some of those minutes away from Clay. Yeah. I mean, it's common sense would would tell you that. But it makes both of them worrisome to me. Right. I don't know really where those minutes are going to land for sure. Yeah, I just think that Kerr's more comfortable with Clay because he's been there before. You know, yeah. he has the experience factor. And um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But a lot of the pool stuff in, in that last game seemed like luck to me. So yeah, a little <laughs> bit. And, for sure. and then he shot that other one where he just kind of pulled up and it looked like he just threw it up there. So. Yeah, he made some ridiculous shots. Yeah. You know, he's from Stephen Curry. That's his. Yeah. Those are the Curry shots. Those know, are definitely no the Curry shots. Yeah. 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 And so. Curry even laughed because he was like, wait a minute, man, that's my shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He said that that him and, and Poole practice those shots and uh, they count them if they're in the game. So he said that Poole's ahead of him now. So, oh, wow. Up, so, don't be surprised if Curry's jacking the three up from half court in the next game. Well, here's the thing I wanted to talk about before we close out here, and we'll we'll pull our prize picks plays in there. You know, I can't believe it, but I came coming into this, and it's only game three, so it's not like this was a long time ago. A lot of what I felt was, okay, this is fun. We don't have Luca. We don't have, uh, you know, these guys, uh, Giannis and yeah. – Joker, you know, where they just dominate. And so we got actually teams now. We can look at who we want to play. But all of a sudden, we're here in game three, and it's like, if you don't have Curry and you don't have Tatum, you're dead. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's almost like we're back to that point again, where how the hell do you fade those two guys? Yeah. 
I mean, Tatum, I could see maybe if you faded him, uh, you know, but it's really hard to fade Curry the way he's playing right now. Uh, maybe it switches when they go to Boston. Maybe Curry will struggle a little bit. I don't see that happening, but, I mean, it could. Um, you can get a more balanced lineup, obviously, if you take Curry out. But, you know, if he gets 50 to 60 fantasy points, you're dead. So, And, and I feel the same way about Tatum. I, I'm I'm sorry, man, but him playing the point yeah. with hands on the ball that much, the way he can score, he rebounds like a, a power forward. Right. I mean, he does it all. So, I mean, I'm back to that scenario that I didn't think I'd be in is I'm going to play Curry and Tatum, mm-hmm. and then I have to figure out the rest. And yeah. that's, it's it's really unsettling on DraftKings where you, you get penalized. You got to pay the extra money. Yeah. The captain. You can make it fly, you know, on the other two on on FanDuel and Yahoo, but it's still not easy. Right. So, you know, the question is, is everybody going to have dupe lineups? Is everybody going to have Tatum and Curry and then probably the, you know, White and Peyton, those guys that are cheaper? I think you're going to see a lot of that. So if if you want to get contrarian, you know, the bottom line is probably going to be you're going to have to fade one of those two big dogs and hope they have a bad game. But right you're also could be dead in the water. Like, you know, I faded Curry game one. He had six threes before I sat down. I, was, I, I wasn't even in my living room sitting down. I was like, okay, <laughs> uh, let's watch something else. Right. I'm dead. You know, so, I mean, those two guys can't kill you quick. So, yeah. Yeah. And know, Tatum already had, yeah. And Tatum's been having these bad games every now and then, and he already had one in this series. So I think that that bodes well for him to be, you know, consistent the rest of the way. Yeah, he'll throw a, a, a clunker in there, and then he'll crush after yeah. that like he did this last game. But uh, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be fun. I, this is an awesome series, I'll tell you. It is. It, it is, is really good. up for grabs. Anybody that tells you they know who's going to win this one, I think it is wide open. I agree. Prize picks. By the way, before we make our prize picks choices, this uh, podcast is presented by prize picks. Go to prizepicks.com. Sign up with the promo code Coach Talk. If it's your first deposit, they will match you dollar for dollar up to a hundred bucks. If you want to join us, which is the perfect time to join us, go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up there for as little as three days to 10 bucks. When you sign up, you get everything we've got all of our PGA, all of our MLB, all of our NBA, all of our NASCAR, all of our MMA, everything we provide lineups for. We provide cores and clipboards for DraftKings, complete lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo. If you're watching right now on YouTube, quick thumbs up. That really means a lot to us. Hit that subscribe button and definitely hit the alert up in the corner. We have three podcasts posting today, uh, being uh, Tuesday the 7th. We've got our PGA podcast for the RBC uh, Canadian Open. We have our MLB podcast for a huge slate tonight after last night's debacle. And then we have, of course, this NBA pod that you're watching right now. So give us a thumbs up, some comments, any questions. We'd love to uh, go over those with you. If you want to check us out on Twitter, we're all at DFS Coach Talk. I am at Joe Sarvati. And Mr. Crash is at JP Davis 1982, a fine year. All right, prize picks. What's your first play? Uh, speaking of prize picks, I just went over there and they've got their first taco of the day up. It's for ah, baseball. Taco Tuesday. Yeah, it's for baseball and it's 1.5 first inning runs 
allowed by the Guardians and the Rangers. Interesting. Okay. So they raised it instead of lowering it or whatever, like they used to. So it doesn't sound like much of a taco deal to me. Well, I guess the deal is to take the under on it. I guess you're saying it doesn't score less than two runs. But anyway, um, so my uh, my first play, I'm going right back to it. Clay Thompson under 28 fantasy score. Um, You know, I've talked about it quite a bit and six straight games now under 30 fantasy points. So I think they'll hold him in check once again. I haven't really seen much reason to think otherwise. So until I do, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. And again, I think Poole's going to start sneaking a couple of minutes if he keeps shooting at that percentage. Yeah. I'm going Al Horford, like I mentioned. I I see major bounce back. And his uh, over on real points is only 10 and a half. So, I mean, you know, he was getting that against the Bucks, not to keep rubbing it in, but he was getting that in a quarter. Right. So I'll take 10 and a half over real points uh, for Al Horford. Okay. And did we have uh Deb's price picks plays? Did you get those or we I do not. So okay. uh we can share those uh on Twitter for those that aren't members. So yeah. we'll do that tomorrow. So we'll remind Colin to put Deb's prize picks plays up on Twitter, and then she'll obviously have some extra ones for you uh during uh our our uh posting of the lineups in Discord for our members. Okay. Um I'm going to go for my second play. I'm going to go with Boston over one and a half three-pointers made in the first six minutes. They usually come out of these games, especially after they lose. They just come out red hot, and I think that they'll they'll get over that number in the first six minutes of the game. I like that play. That makes perfect sense. They will come out firing, I think. Um, Good. That's a good play. Uh, I like Jalen Brown. I, I mean, he, I know he started off great. You know, he got cold in part of the game, but he's just, he's, that guy can play. And I think he takes a, a forward move and where I would fade Tatum somewhere. Mm-hmm. I would play Brown for sure. I'm going to take over fantasy score 34 and a half. I think that's a very reasonable number. Yeah. You know, he, he does, he has been getting more rebounds and assists than he had prior He's, he had been more scoring dependent throughout the season, but he has definitely ramped up the other ancillary aspects of his game in the playoffs. So I think 34 and a half over, over Brown is a good play. Yeah. I like that coach. I'm going to go with Derek white over 17 and a half PRA. Um, he went over that number in both of the first two games. And I think that, that he'll play just as well, if not better back in the garden um, he's been very good at the garden this year. So I think that, that he'll go over that number pretty easily. I, I like it. I haven't projected at 31 minutes and if he gets over 30, you got to yeah. think 20 PRA is very, very doable. Yeah. I'm going to go Robert Williams under one and a half blocks. Again, I think he's hurt. I think he plays small amount of minutes, you know, 15, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, you know, if he grabs one block, fine. I just, I just don't think he's going to be in there enough, scrapping enough to get more than one block. And really, it's not like he's going against a scoring center. I mean, right. he's generally only going to shoot it when he's standing there alone to, you know, lay it in or dunk it. Yeah. So I'm just assuming uh, Williams stays under that blocks total. Yep. 
I like it. So we'll have to have uh, a baseball play or maybe a taco play or something in there with your Boston plays because you've got three Boston plays and I've got two out of my three. So oh no, I'm, well Deb's gonna have to save the day and with Golden State, State plays. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize I made three Celtic plays there. Sorry about that, but I know it's mix and match or use them with yours, whatever you need to do. But uh, yeah. those are the ones that stood out to me. Yeah, you can use that Clay Thompson play under 28. I think that's a pretty good play. So that is, I mean, based on the last six games, that's for yeah, sure. Right. So, all right. Outstanding, man. Deb, we missed you today. Uh, she's here in spirit. I'm sure she'll definitely be part of uh, uh, posting everything tomorrow and be very active in our Discord. And certainly we expect her back uh, for game four uh, in Boston. So, that is it, my friend. Anything else uh, to finish up? Yeah, we got to do our prediction. Oh, the game prediction. Okay, yeah. and the and the yeah. score. I forgot that. We all picked um, State in game here. two, so we all got that right. Yes, we did. None of us had that big of a spread, though. That's for sure. Yeah, I had eight was the biggest spread. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, what do you have here so I can copy off you by one? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Boston 106, Golden State 94. Okay. I am going to say Boston 110, Golden State 109 in overtime. Oh. How's that? <laughs> that would be an exciting game for sure. Hopefully hey, that happens. That would be exciting. You can't win if you don't play. So right? I need Except to find an overtime prop bet. I would rather see a 110-109 Golden State win in overtime to crush their hearts a little bit. Hey, watch it. A little like better about the Celtics losing. So We, we have winning. lots of members that are Celtics fans, and we love both <laughs> sides of the bet here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So it should be a fun one. Yeah. All right. We will see what happens from there. Um, I really appreciate you uh, – Jumping in here, I'm Mr. Celtics. I, I couldn't play both sides with without Deb, so right. I'm Mr. Celtic here, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But it should be a great game. I a lot of people think Boston will go back and smack them back, but I think I'm telling you, Golden State's got that experience. Yeah, Boston's got to be a little shook by getting smacked that bad, and right. I think it makes for a really really tight game. Yeah, they got to win uh, the next four, I think, for your prediction, right? Yes. Well, I don't yeah. know if that I I'm feeling very shaky about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I still think I still think Golden State can win the series. I just Yeah. I think they try to steal one of these two in Boston. I just yeah. don't and I think it could go either way on both of them, you know, and probably goes back to Golden State at 2-2 in my I opinion. Think so too. Yeah. yeah. Like we'll so too. I mean, that's the trend with Boston is they win and then they they just completely suffer or whatever the next game so it's, yeah it's been it hasn't been super consistent in, yeah. in that sense but uh i think we're in for a barn burner we'll see how it rolls all right I'm crash good. enjoy the rest of your day and uh certainly we will be back for the next one when is game four do we know uh, i think it's friday i'm wanting to say let's see yeah. let's double check that because uh if it's Friday, we'll we'll do the next podcast. Well, no, I it's probably Saturday. Thursday. Next one on Thursday. 
It is? No, I'm saying we would do the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. If if it is. Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday. Okay. So uh, we'll actually do that one tomorrow. No, Thursday. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. That's right. Okay. Yeah. We're doing it one day ahead of time. I'm sorry. Yeah. Too many podcasts in my Too brain. Too many podcasts for your brain to handle. Yeah. So, Deb, if you're listening, Thursday's our podcast. They're, they're going to be clamoring. They want Deb back if they stayed in watching this long it's like yeah, you know we're still watching dev hey those two dummies just give us what you got <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back thursday for the friday game friday game four yeah all right all right have a great one everybody enjoy the game and enjoy your week we'll be back again very soon when we look to crush it in nba dfs and prize picks